Hey, what's up? This is Alan Bell, CBS Sportsline, and you're listening to my guys, the All-Pro Jaffos. stole from the Packers. BMB is a thing. Uh, Westbrook still soft as 10 plied tissue paper. And Brittany Griner situation might have ended up turning into a hostage situation. And the Formula One season starts this weekend. And uh, that's what we got to talk about today. What's up, everybody? Hey, yo. How we doing? It's the All Pro Joppos, Bernada Bros Productions podcast, where we bring you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I am your host, JP. Alongside me, as always, the 610 beast from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. Good need you all, people. And uh, DJ Madsticks will not be with us today. He is a very, very busy man. Uh, these last few days i don't want to give you too much about it but uh we'll have him explain it and stuff later on uh the next time he comes back but um just know that uh the price has gone up every every single time we seem to talk to him it's another price has gone up scenario so shout out dj mastix love you bro see you in the next episode uh, let's get right into it. When I say the Raiders stole from the Green Bay Packers, uh, I literally meant uh, probably the biggest news uh, in the world of the NFL today. Uh, um, Devontae Adams traded from the Green Bay Packers to the Las Vegas shithead Raiders, or the Las Vegas DUIs, I'd like to call them. Uh, and the reason why I say stolen was because uh, they basically, well, I mean, they gave him two 2022 picks. And it's the first and second round, which, again, for somebody like Devontae Adams, fucking K just having himself a time right over there. Bro, in my <laughs> head, I hear old happy. Bro, I was just sitting here clapping. <laughs> I was doing the verse. It, it just for for a first and a second that's essentially for a receiver of his caliber is basically for a fucking bag of balls uh but he's in vegas now another receiver for Derek carr to overthrow and underthrow on a daily basis so that's great you know yeah i i, I was on uh uh called into delo and kc shout out to those dudes uh on espn sacramento 1320 and uh, i went out and said for the rate this was literally yesterday when i called them in and i said this uh and then today i guess karma would have it and come back and bite me in the ass i went on their show and basically said that uh because they were saying that i guess draymond green is hella delusional and uh uh lacks self-awareness sometimes of some of the stuff that he says well i went on and i said uh and one of their hosts uh kc I guess uh, getting poked and prodded for 
his hatred for the Raiders, but as a radio host, I guess he's got to be unbiased. Went up, so I went up there and basically said it for him. I'll say it for you: the Raiders' butt cheeks. Um, and if anybody's comparative to Draymond Green when it comes to the lack of self awareness and uh, delusionalness as a fan base, uh, that's the Raiders. They had a good kick. They had a good kick at that. that. They had a good kick. Good laugh at that. Felt good. And then today, uh, Devontae Adams is traded to the Raiders. And I tweeted out to Dela. I tweeted out to Damian Barlow. I said, hey, bro, I still stand by what I said yesterday. Raiders are still booty cheeks until proven otherwise. Oh, man, I got to put my boy – I got to put my boy Richie and his pops up. This is painful. And then after he was traded, the Raiders then signed Adams to a reported five-year, $141.25 million dollar contract. Millie That's uh, $28.25 million a year, for those of you who don't want to do math. Um, making him the highest-paid wide receiver in NFL history. Um, I mean, that's like a sad look. I don't know why you would – I don't know why You're that making would be... me sad that I got to defend a fucking Raiders, dude. Oh, <laughs> don't. You don't have to. Have no, you to don't. You no, you don't. That's the beauty of this show. We don't have to do anything. We can just fucking just say what we feel. True, but I have to defend them because this is how I feel. Like, I feel like you're Here comes the spitefulness for the 49er fan base. Here it comes. No, honestly, bro, I'm going to keep just streaking the Raiders. I wasn't even going to talk about your shitty-ass Santa Clara 49ers. Um, hey, there it is. You brought it up. <laughs> I was it was, it was coming eventually. I knew it. No, no, honestly, it wasn't. I was just going to keep it Raiders. That's why I put him in the background. If I want to talk about your Niners, I would put that, you know, that Niner scion that you see every once in a while. <laughs> but, no, seriously, the Raiders, though, after, honestly, name a receiver that's been good or even close to uh, Devontae Adams' ability on the Raiders outside of Darren Waller. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's anywhere near the level of Devontae Adams, but now that Devontae Adams is on the team, <laughs> uh, shit can open up for him and that can actually, I mean, if Derek Carr wasn't such a spaz at quarterback, you know, what? we'd be we'd be looking at, on paper that this is something inc- incredible. You got Adams, you got Waller, you got Hunter Renfro. You know, he, he's out there who came out pretty good. He's not like, again, Aguilar, he was the Raiders' yeah. top wide receiver last year because – what they happened with rugs happened with rugs. I mean, he was a top receiver before rugs uh killed somebody. Mm. He did stats wise, Hunter Renfro still was I a mean, top receiver. If you're talking about like fantasy PPR stuff, yeah. I mean, like, statistically, yeah, like well, flat out statistics. Like he had more yards than him. So then Hunter Renfro is a perfect number two to Adams. Yeah. But he's a number three because they got Darren Waller. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's my point. I, I seriously don't think the Raiders are gonna suck. They got a good run game. The O line, I'm I'm not entirely sure about the O line. I know they play. I, all right. So the only time I saw the Raiders this season when they beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, <laughs> the Raiders look pretty solid. They, you know what I'm saying? Like the Raiders look pretty solid as a team. Yeah, now I will. Turd, it's still a turd. Granted, 
granted, you're 100% right. But at the same time, a polished turd to be the fucking goddamn turd soaked in garbage troop jokes any day. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they're both turds, but who's better? Which turd would you take more? Would you take this turd that's more presentable or this turd that you can't even fucking get in the house before we smell you? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, so good. Would you rather have a golden turd or one soaked in garbage juice? This fucking guy. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I'm, I'm serious, <laughs> dude. Like, they, um, that's why I said the Raiders, they have a real good shot. I mean, the defense still ass, but uh, I mean, they have that. All right, so let me say this. Their interior is good. The DBs are ass. Their DBs are ass. Oh, for the Raiders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, I mean, bro, I, bro, I really wasn't going to talk about your team. I kept it Raiders only. Yeah, no, I mean, their DB core, ugh, uh, atrocious, yeah. Bad, just absolutely bad. Linebacking core. That's why I said they're good. And the they only reason why. They're in, right? Yeah. Uh, the only reason why I said they're good because they're front four, um, three, whatever the fuck. Two. They only run, they run a fucking two down lineman shit. No, I'm just saying they only have two oh, effective Nesbitt, defensive Nesbitt linemen. Nesbitt and fucking uh, Nesbitt and what was the other guy's name? Nassib and Max? Or Max, Max Crosby? Crosby, Crosby, yes. Yeah, but they cut Nassib. They cut Nassib? Yeah, when? they released him. Uh, like two days ago. No way! Yep. <laughs> Carl Nassib was cut two days ago. They signed Max Cros Max Crosby to I think it was a four or five year deal worth I think like ninety four, ninety eight million somewhere around there. The fucking and then two picks right back behind each other, like back to back. Yeah, like, I mean they just signed Chandler Jones, which does nothing but kind of booster um, the defensive line. the defensive line, but it's just those two. Yeah, they I think they're they're trading uh, Ngakwe too. They do that. They're done. They do that. They're fucking done. Hey, dude, bro, tell me one thing. They make one good signing, one good trade, but that doesn't mask for the amount of crap that they did to get to that point. That's a fact. When you're right, yeah, you can get Devontae Adams. It still doesn't mean your defense is any good. That's true. So, That's yeah, true. sure, we can put up points. Our defense going to give up more. You're still in the AFC fucking West. Remember yeah, where you are. It's only it's only like two teams that's that's good defensively in that thing. They only halfway. It's only two complete teams in that division. Well, the Chargers got better. They're they're a complete team. And they're complete now. Well, now yeah. now they are. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're I mean. they're complete with fucking Khalil Mack and JC Jackson added to the squad. The Chiefs yeah. are the Chiefs. They're all they're all they're, offense. they're all offense. And did did they release Tyreek? Bro, here no, they didn't release Tyreek. Oh, okay. I heard a rumor that they released Cheetah. No, Tyreek put out a fucking tweet. Tyreek put out a tweet basically thank, just kind of like thanking the KC fans because I forgot what trade or, or what happened, but it was basically one of those like, damn, if he can get traded, anybody can get traded type of thing. You know, so... They let Honey Badger go. They released Honey Badger. Ah, that's right. So he started thinking, damn, if they release Matthew, they might really – I mean, they're not going to fucking release Tyreek Hill. Let's, let's be real here. But, yeah, they are all offense. Ooh, but that bro. offense is so potent that it kind of acts like a defense in some ways. 
their defense only has to be average for them to be successful. Now, if they got a really good defense, then we might be talking three, four Pete with that fucking team. If they actually had a productive defense. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Their offense is ass. Kansas City. Why do you? Why because you all they have is because it because the thing is I gotta get my point out. People say like Kansas City offense ass. What the fuck is he talking about? No, that's what I just said. That's what I mean. Cheat only <laughs> got two routes. Cheat only has two routes, and your real offensive threat is your tight end. Okay, you bring Kelsey. in you brought in Sammy Watkins, <laughs> you brought in McCole Hartman, you brought in all these other guys to be the number two and number three. They never pan out. <laughs> they never pan I'll out. Tyreek only got two weeks. I'll add two to that. He may only have two routes, but nobody can defend those two routes. Okay. Cap, this cap, I mean, the cap that uh, Richie Daddy got on, cap, straight cap, that cap, no. this cap. No, no, no. Nobody can defend those routes because nobody can keep up with them. And then you got Kelsey, who probably one of the best route running tight ends I've ever seen. You know, the, the dude is literally a fucking big-ass receiver. Receiver, yeah. He's fucking <laughs> he nice, bro. Like, he literally, he just finds the open spot. Damn it. Bro, I, I bet you if they really wanted to, Travis Kelsey could be breaking the single-game reception uh, reception record damn near every fucking week. How every open he is every week. damn week. Yeah. yeah. The guy is just, in his, in his eighth, ninth year, too, the dude is just. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna he's going to go down by far. He's going to go down as one of the best tight ends to have ever played the game. If he's not already in that conversation, oh, he's in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's what you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I cannot take away when you Travis hear Kelsey what he has done in his career. It's nothing short of absolutely fucking incredible what he's done. Factuals, and uh, personally, I like to listen to people that actually play the position in the NFL when they're talking about other receivers or like tight ends, like Shannon Sharp, or when they fucking actually find oh goddamn, they find like Antonio Gates or Tony Gonzalez or I, somebody to talk that's to. That's the thing. That's the and thing. They though, give them uh, uh, for for some reason, and and I'm actually so happy because being a former tight end, kind of seeing the tight end boom that has happened these last few years. And it's not – we're not talking about just Kelsey and and Kittle. We're talking Waller. We're talking, even though he's on Detroit, Hawkinson is really good. Um, Gesicki on the Dolphins, he's really good. Uh, um, Evan Evan Ingram, uh, when he's not hurt, releasing? he's really good. Yeah, Fucking Knox. So, uh, OJ <laughs> OJ How, Howard, Austin Hooper. You know, just Knox up in Buffalo. No, Knox and fucking uh, CJ Fant. You're a fucking, you're a fucking Islander. You all of that's, the, that's what I'm saying. You have all of these like incredibly gifted tight ends. You know, it, it, it's it's so cool to just kind of see the the boom of it all. But before these last two three years, it was really hard to find a good tight end your tight end was either he was either or he was either a blocking tight end or a receiving tight end and most of the time they were blocking tight ends perfect example perfect example when greg olsen got in the league he was the last great tight end for a long time so much so to when jimmy graham was like 
the biggest tight end for a long period of time. Bro, I used to cry. <laughs> oh, dude, Jimmy Jimmy Graham, when he was with Drew Brees out there in New Orleans, oh, my God. Bro, that was a, that was a fantasy gold mine right there, bro. Oh, you paired God. those two up. Oh, and I and I bet you as a Bucks fan, are, oh, oh, bro, I I had the picture of you were it's jumping a meme. for joy when Jimmy Graham left. <laughs> bro, I literally put up the first meme I saw about Jimmy Graham, and the meme was Bucks fan, Tampa Bay Bucks fans when Jimmy Graham left the Saints to go to Seattle, and it was us, Mr. Burns, huh? Mr. Burns, <laughs> excellent, <laughs> dude. Dude, I was uh, so happy. Hey, I oh. felt that I felt that exact same way when Russell Wilson left the NFC West. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Crazy. And then when the talks of Deshaun Watson going to Seattle was around, it's not anymore. That that's not he does not yeah. want to go to Seattle. They came when, to when those, when those rumors came out, I would be like, Oh, it would happen that way. It would absolutely happen that way. We literally just got done with dealing with an ass kicking from russell wilson for 10 years now we got to deal with deshaun watson for another 15 this is gonna suck but now you know he's gonna be going probably to i don't know three teams that's on the board down to two now carolina was told they are not on the sweepstakes anymore yeah let's go but only only two teams they're all, all the fucking teams this morning was in my division. All signs are pointing to him going to Atlanta. Yeah, because he's he's from there. It, exactly. He was their ball boy for a while. Mm-hmm. He was a kid. Yeah, no, I'm cool with that. Well, like, so cool if that. he Both goes days, if yeah. he goes to Atlanta, I'm beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. I'm not. I'm not. The only thing I worry about is Julio going back. That's the only thing I would worry. If I mean, Deshaun, they, just, they just we just signed Gage. Yeah, Gage. Yeah, from them. He's the other hey, gadget guy. Hey, that's He's an mini underrated Cordell. signing. I'm gonna be honest Bro, with you. That's that a hell of underrated signing. Oh my god! Nobody talked huge. about that enough. Bro, I was so ready for this episode yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nobody. Like I was, I was thinking about that. Going like nobody's talking about the fact that Russell Gage just went to the fucking bucks like nobody's nobody's talking about that i'm sorry russell gage was the highlight of that fucking receiver core when calvin ridley decided he wanted to take a mental health day to go gamble (laughs) you know i russell russell gage was one of those him and i think like when I talk about like under underrated wide receivers, you know, I always talk about Kendrick Bourne as being one you of do. the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. You definitely Russell Gage is on that level. He is a very, Ooh. very underrated wide receiver that I think a lot of like again, you know, everyone's thinking about oh, if Julio went to the Bucks, you know, oh, they would have they would have Mike Evans, they would have Julio, they would have Godwin, and they would have Gronk, all those weapons. I'm like you you left out Russell Gage. You, you left, left out, out Russell Gage. Gage as if Russell Gage is not going to benefit highly from being the slot receiver for this team. He's going to be our mini Debo. Loves his slot receivers. He's going to be our mini Debo. Bro, exactly. We're going to use we're going to use him like Debo. Brian, exactly. Byron Leftwich, Byron Leftwich 
I thrashed him last year, but like after I had they that, saw. Rant, yeah, after I had that like forty five minute fucking rant, bro, they really they switched it up because, bro, it, it's almost like though I said last season, I was damn near predicting everything, bro. For everybody, it wasn't like it was just my team. <laughs> to Byron left for which is paying attention. <laughs> somebody watched that motherfucker. Somebody watched. The hey, somebody, somebody's been watching us, bro. For sure, they had that shit playing in Event Center in fucking Tampa, Florida, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing that shit. They, hey, this motherfucker, shit. this motherfucker loves us. He knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Oh, bro, I'm so glad we're on today. I'm so fucking glad because I told you how I started a new job, right? Sorry. By the way. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Be oh, safe yeah, out there. Too. Be that safe too. out there. Be safe out there. We we know mostly any more people, at least logically thinking people, are probably going to celebrate St. Patty's Day this weekend. But if you're going to go out tonight, just, just be safe. Call an Uber. Please. Call Lyft. You know, don't do nothing stupid. Just exactly. be safe tonight. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And so yeah, back and, to and, ha- and happy bel- sorry and happy belated Stone Cold Steve Austin day. Yeah, it was yesterday. Oh hell yeah! Happy fucking belated day for that one. Again, I was so ready for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> About to hear the glass ready. break. Stone Cold. He's walking <laughs> through. <laughs> I was going here. By God, it's Country K's music. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bro, I feel like if you were a WWE guy, you would be like D'Lo Brown. The Godfather? No. The Godfather. <laughs> no. D- D- D'Lo Brown. Oh D'Lo Brown teamed with him. He was the dude with the vest on, the one who always walked down and. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> With them ugly ass elbow pads and knee pads. Oh, I know who Dilo Brown is. Let's go to the Godfather. Please give me the other one. <laughs> I'll take well, the pimp. You, want, you would rather take the Godfather over Dilo Brown, huh? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I feel like I can, I can do that, bro. I'll do the hat, the fucking colorful fucking clothing. I'll do that, bro. I'll come in with the whole trade dance. Hey, <laughs> yep. Dilo Brown. Okay. I'm sorry, bro. You're D'Lo Brown. That's D'Lo Brown right there. The, 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 the whole persona, the way you would go, that's all D'Lo Brown right there. You just adopted Fuck You Charles for fucking JP. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody I think is going to take the Godfather role, it would be Matchsticks. What? Mm-hmm. What? Matchsticks has a fucking black belt. He would be the exactly. fucking... He, he, he has a black belt, it. but he has the DJ. He, he's the DJ. He has the connects. He has all that stuff. Music video shit. And he's got all that stuff. That's factual. So I will see him coming in his D. He'll be like on some fucking <laughs> some motherfucking sensei shit. His name will be the sensei. I promise you. He will come in as the sensei in his fucking gi. Walking in with his fucking hand in his sleeve like this. I feel like, bad for anybody who fucks with him, honestly. Hey, if you see Mad Sticks, people, um, just say hi, shake his hand. That's it. Maybe wait. Don't, don't try to test that, man. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. There are certain things you don't do in life because you value it. That is it. Just I mean, I feel like we can warn people all we want, bro, but people still throw peanuts at the monkeys. 
you know? Those are the fucking keyboard trolls and shit. They'll never say it to his face. They would never say it to his face. They would absolutely never say it to his face. And if they would, they would get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, it would be fucking... Just, I mean, there's no fucking bones about it. That's exactly what would happen. You know, but... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you guys already know this episode brought to you by Ray's Energy. You see the flag. Demand more. Go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com and use the promo code Alpha Rays to get 15% off of your order. Prickly Pear is almost done and over with, so you guys better go get that while it's still there. And then next month, be on the lookout for the next limited time offer. I have a good idea of what it's going to be, but can't give out that information just yet. Uh, but yeah. Keep an eye on it. You got the gear, merchandise. I got the shirt. I even got fucking, got fucking shorts on today. See this shit? Hey, hey! Got the 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 Rays energy like logo right up in there. Yeah. Okay, black on black with a little bit of white. Okay, I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So all the good stuff is there. You know, fucking shaker, all that kind of. Yeah, getting hooked up. So go over there. Once again, repsports.com, reppsports.com. Use the promo code AlphaRays. 15% off. Demand more. Join the Rays Rebellion. We appreciate Rays since day one. I said in the intro, there's a BMB in, in, in the NFL. Now, let me explain what this is. BMB, it's more of a knockoff to a wrestler in AEW uh, by the name of Britt Baker. She uh, just lost the AEW Women's Championship in a steel cage match to Thunder Rosa. If you haven't seen that, go check that out. Uh, but she call, she's Dr. Britt Baker. She's an actual dentist. She calls herself DMD. So I call this person B. MB instead of DMD. And my enunciation was, or, or, or what the acronym means is bitch made Baker. You guys have heard me constantly talk about how crap Baker Mayfield is. And uh, it just continues to, to happen and continues to show and prove that I'm right. Uh, the dude got all up in his feelings when the Cleveland Browns decided to give uh, or you know talk to Deshaun Watson on possibilities of bringing him to Cleveland. Uh, he got a little butthurt about that, uh, not realizing you're in a fucking business. Okay, this is the NFL. They don't give a shit about your feelings, to be completely honest with you. And um, I think it was Mike. Uh, I think it was Green. No, not Greeny. It wasn't Greeny today. Is uh, Tannenbaum, Mike Tannenbaum. He went up and said, basically, you just tell Baker straight up, just if we're going to, we're in the business of making this team as good as it can be. And if we can upgrade and get better in any position, including yours, then that's what we're going to do. And to sit there and act like Baker is any, is better than Deshaun Watson, Baker should be slapped in the fucking mouth if that's what his thought process was. And he comes out with the whole social media thing and basically saying bye to the to the Cleveland fans and all that other kind of 
uh, uh, bullshit. And it, he even used his full government name, bro. He said Baker Regan Mayfield. He signed that shit. Baker Regan. First of all, your name is Regan from here on out. Um, not the worst. It's not the worst, but I would rather call you Regan than your first two names. Uh, is it Reagan or Regan? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, it might be Reagan. Right, Reagan. Even worse. Even worse. Fuck, I might as well just cut. Yeah, you know what? He's going to be a backup soon anyway. It's not even going to fucking matter. He's going to be just completely irrelevant to the game of football. The only difference between him and Johnny Manziel is he lasted a little bit longer. Um, he told ESPN because uh, he requested a trade from the Browns. The Browns denied it. And he told ESPN that this relationship is too far gone to mend. Uh, and even the Cleveland Browns came out and said, we want an adult at quarterback. <laughs> you know, so it's a complete back and forth between the two parties. And I don't really think Baker Mayfield has any legs to stand on at this point. Because again, if so if the Browns were talking about going after somebody else like a Mitch Trubisky, who's with the Steelers, or with Jimmy Garoppolo, or with any other quarterback other than Deshaun Watson, then Baker Mayfield may be able to have a little bit of an argument. But to sit there and get mad at like, oh, you were going after Deshaun Watson? Okay, yeah, no, no, I can, I can understand that. I can get that. I understand competitiveness, and I understand, you know, a lot of these fucking quarterbacks just have the egos the size of the goddamn planet that they think they're better than every oh, former number one overall pick. Yeah, number one overall pick hasn't done dick. All right, now you have no weapons. We're going to really see how good you are this coming year. You got Amari Cooper. You have him half the time. Good luck with that. Both Landry and OBJ are gone. And jo- did they tag Njoku or did they trade or release him already? I think they tagged him. Last time I checked, they tagged him. They tagged him and they released Austin Hooper. Uh, yeah. We'll see how good you really are, bud. If you're even on the t- starting lineup for the Cleveland Browns or on any team for that matter. Because uh, every other team – I mean, there, I'm sure there's teams that could use you, but – uh nonetheless i was just when i heard that i was like look at this i was like are you fucking kidding me i'm like this dude is literally gonna sit here and get mad that they wanted to go after deshaun watson and he puts in the statement oh you know i basically put my body on the line and you know i've done all of it first of all bud okay yeah you put your body on the line it would make more sense if you put your body on the line and you were successful. You did nothing but hurt the team, to be honest with you. So, you were better off. You were probably better off taking the rest of the season off instead of trying to push through it to I get, prove how tough you are or whatever it is. I'm talking about longevity now. You know, so, I, I don't know. Just that's my whole thing about it. I don't know what you think about it, but uh, uh, I do know one thing. 
uh, I have it in my notes right here. Last thing that I needed to say for it was, uh, yeah, fuck Baker. So that's all I got to say. Uh, what do you think, Kay? This is where we insert the other ad on the audio version of the show. He's looking at me. Doesn't realize. Oh, no. He's having a conversation. But, yeah. Um, let's see. I need to get Kay's thoughts about this. What do you think about it? Ah, shit. It's still a conversation. He looks at me. He stops. Then you have the moves on. So, what are your thoughts on Baker? All right, sorry, dude. Um, I agree with a good portion of what you say, because I always feel like you'd be harsh on Baker because of your Texas fandom, right? I always give you shit for that. But this is not one of those times. <laughs> yes. So knew today was going to be a good day. Yeah. And that's why I said I only agree with partially what you say for the simple fact. It's mostly, I agree with mostly the shit you say. The part I don't agree with is he's going to be a backup soon and he's going to phase out of football and nobody's going to give a fuck. That's yeah, no, I, I, that's, that was my own little twist to the argument. I, I understood that completely, but the main point of the whole thing. Yeah, he's tripping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Baker's tripping. He is because he should understand it's a business. It's like, what you think they did to uh, Tyrod when your motherfucking ass, when they told you it was going to make you a bench player? You get what I'm saying? And then you end up starting. What do you think what happened to Tyrod? Tyrod went to another team and fucking got a hole in his fucking heart because somebody wasn't paying attention to what they was doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, And now he's about to take over the Giants job over Daniel Jones. He's definitely going to take over the Giants job for Daniel Jones. So it's like you got people that's being professionals and you have somebody right in your face to show you how it happened. It's like that man went through everything. He's been a journeyman. You get what I'm saying? Like, you had an option to really understand where you was at in your career. Honestly, you were young. You were a rookie when Tyra was there. So, it's like you had to really kind of see from a perspective of a rookie. You came in thinking, all right, I'm the number one overall draft pick. I'm thinking I'm going to start day one and do all that because that's what the history of the NFL has been. But then he threw a fit. Well, I wasn't going to say that the through a fit part. I was morely going to say Tyrod had Tyrod deserved a chance to start. So to thank Hugh Jackson that's starting what? him, that's why I said the only thing I disagree with with that whole thing is bringing them to the office and publicizing we're going to make you a backup, fam. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's disrespectful as fuck. Like, yeah. you trying to just do some shit for the show. Like, bro, you could have just not did that. You just embarrassed this man on national TV, bro. He's a number one draft pick overall. You just told this man he wasn't good enough to start for the Cleveland Browns, who everybody reveres as a ass can team. Hugh Jackson has never been one to be very smart in some of the things that he does. <laughs> I ain't going to say that because right now him going to Grambling State was a very smart move. Well, that was a smart move. I'm just talking about everything that he did in the NFL was very questionable. <laughs> I ain't going to say everything. See, you know what I'm saying? Because this team that's in my background – he didn't deserve to lose his job there. He did not. With the roster they had, he it, it was after it was after Al died that he was there. Wasn't Hugh the last Al hire? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and then the son took over then jack del rio became an option and then you know john Gr- <laughs> john gruden uh became that option and now um fucking josh mcdaniels which i don't think is a bad choice I think if the Raiders had a different quarterback, it might be different. See, the thing is, I disagree with you 100% about Derek Carr. Because then the man had 4,000 yards, and look at his receiving core he had. <laughs> Give a fuck. You should. That should I show you right there. Bro, he no. had a bunch of He had a bunch of numbers, too. You should know. Okay, you should know me by now. Stats. Although I do bring a lot of stats and a lot of historical shit, that doesn't always mean I've always talked about in big time situations, in clutch moments, are you going to be able to get it done for your team? The answer for Derek Carr has always been no. The answer for Jimmy G has always been no. The answer for Stafford up until this recent Super Bowl even that's still a little bit questionable given the you know the referee calls and all that kind of shit at the end of that game but you know like I said it's it's there's very few quarterbacks in the league that have a clutch if I have the balls in my hand or the ball in my hands or the balls hold your nuts and just you know let them know but you know, if I have the ball in my hands, mm. we are going to fucking win this game. There are very, very few quarterbacks that can not only say that, but execute and do it. And I do not think Derek Carr is on that level. And that's this is why I disagree. Because look at what the reason why I'm not bringing stats to you, right? I have not said, I only said he threw for over 4,000 passing yards. With a bunch of number twos. My point is the fact that his effect on his team, one. Mm. And you say right now, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter going on the Niners right now. What where is he at on his on your receiver depth chart? Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro, right now. On our receiver depth chart right now, he'd be the number two. He'd be the number two, right? Yeah. So he's a number two. That's the best receiver. <laughs> So they just got Devontae. They just got Devontae. So my point is, Derek Carr has never had a receiver like Devontae his entire NFL career. I was about to say, good thing thing you said NFL career. I was about to say they were teammates in college. So that's why I said in his NFL career. (laughs) That's why I said that. Yeah. Because he he's going back with his college teammates. Hey, you know, you know what was cool? And I gotta say, hey, shout out to San Jose State football, bro, because hey. They got ruthless on them because as soon as Devontae, they were talking about like, oh, you yeah, had Devont- the reuniting with Carr and everything else like that. Bro, San Jose State fans on Twitter were posting, yeah, but he never beat the Spartans. Yeah, but they <laughs> just, no, yeah, that's cute. Who gives a shit? Couldn't beat us. Yeah, Fresno State, my ass, dude cares. Couldn't beat us. Putting up pictures of the final, like the interception that was on Devontae. I was like, oh, these fans are ruthless, and I love every single fucking bit of it. It is beautiful to me. 
That, Absolutely. And that is beautiful. a very dope moment, especially with our connection with those guys. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying, bro, like, he's never had nobody like Devontae. So pretty much Derek Carr has performed to a above average standard, average to above average standard with a bunch of number twos and a bunch of scrubs at receiver. He's had Darren Waller for literally two years, like a year and a half for real. You see what I'm saying? And Darren Waller, what had, he was like, what, second or third in tight end? I'll give, I'll give him this. He got Jared Cook paid. Bro, you're not understanding what I'm saying, bro. Derek Carr effect on his team. Look at what he's – his his energy to his receivers, he make them play better than what they're supposed to be. But in those big moments, his receivers fucking suck. It's not like Derek Carr's fucking going out there and just throwing goose eggs, bro. Like he – you know what I'm saying? Like, I would agree with you. If bro, he has thrown so many fucking balls out in the stands. It's been, like, an overthrow. Look, I hate the team, but I have to watch my team be, or watch the team because if I'm going to be talking shit about another team, yeah, some of it can be the banter or whatever, but most of it, I got to be able to back it up. Right. Because I ain't backing down to no fucking Raider fan on Twitter or anything else like that. No, 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 no. That's just not happening. That's not in my blood. I, I don't operate that way. Exactly. If I have a hatred for a team, whether it's the Raiders, whether it's Oklahoma, what I'm having a hard time with Dallas lately. I'm having a hard time with Dallas. Lately. Some of them, I'm just like, oh, fucker. I hate it, but okay, you got me on that one. Yeah, it, it Mad Six comes on this show, <laughs> improves other shit to where I'm just like, ah. especially after last year when they beat us with fucking Cooper Rush. Oh, so painful. But then to just had to hurt, hand them that ass whooping over there in the playoffs for a one and done. That was a beautiful payback, in my opinion. That was a better win. I was cheering for y'all too. I wanted y'all to win so bad. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, to be honest, I didn't even care if it was us or anybody else. I just knew the fact that the fucking Dallas Cowboys were going to be one and done. I just oh, knew man. that that was going to be the fact. Like people, what makes that because, people were telling me, because look, I was very critical about the Niners too. Very critical about my 49ers. I would say, hey, I can go back a few episodes back where I had literally said the words, if you think the 49ers are going to make the playoffs, you are mentally ill. I literally said that several times, several times, yeah. but given the circumstances, the stars aligned, the luck was there to where it got us to the NFC championship. The fucking Rams handed us one in week 18. They handed us a win that got us into the playoffs. They could have just beaten us. They were ahead of a, a ahead by 17 in that game. They could have beaten us, and we would have been out of the playoffs, and it would have been the Saints in the playoffs. Y'all ain't made the chip. No, I understand that. We made the NFC Championship because we played Dallas in the first round. They can't get out of the first round. No, y'all. And then we played, and then we had the benefit, and then we had the benefit of playing Aaron Rodgers in the divisional game because he can't beat us. Oh, y'all did make it to the chip. And then we got the NFC Championship, played the Rams, and they said, "Okay, Week 18 was a fluke." So I'm just letting you know that. I thought we lost to the Rams. Oh, we lost to the Rams in the second round. Oh, yeah, that makes sense now. In the divisional, yep. Yep, yep. Fuck. So getting to the NFC Championship, those three weeks, 
just the stars align, luck and fate had it a certain way. That shit had me hurt. You know, so am I happy they went that far? Absolutely. But I was not going to sit here and be fucking blind to the facts. I just wasn't. I'm happy they went and got Ward, that DB from from Kansas City. I had always said when they drafted Ward, I was like, that kid's pretty good. He's going to add to that defense. And the fact that we got him when we have need very much help at that position, I'm glad we picked him up. That was a good sneaky free agency pick, too. We haven't really done shit since. You think so? What? What? The Chiefs defense was sorry as fuck last year. He was a part of that. Him and him and him and Matthew were the only real highlights of that defense. I thought Chris Jones was eating last year. I thought he was consistent. Chris, Chris Jones on the Cardinals. Chris Jones not on the uh, Chargers. No, I mean the Chiefs no more. Are we thinking about the same Chris Jones? The nose tackle. Chris yeah, Jones. I thought he went to. I thought he went to Arizona last year. Really? Yeah, oh, he went oh. to Arizona last year, and now he's on the now he's on the Raiders. Or am I – who are we thinking about? I'm thinking about the right guy because as soon as I put up Chris Jones' D-tackle, it went straight to the Chiefs. So who the fuck am I thinking about? I have no fucking idea, bro. I'm thinking of Chris Jones from the – No clue you're thinking about, bro. Chris Jones. Uh, that's Chandler Jones. Yeah, he just signed. <laughs> they both start with a CH. Fuck off. <laughs> like, who the fuck and both with the last name of Jones. Come on. Give me some. Come on. You, It's cool, bro. It's not like you messed up too bad, but I was confused over here. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't close because both of them played D tackle. Yeah, CH. You were Jones. It's not bad, but I, it's funny though because I was so confused. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, going like, "I think Chris Jones." I was like, "Ah, Chandler, that's who it is." Yeah, yeah, no, Chandler Jones signed with somebody else. Yeah, he signed with the Raiders. That's what I said. Yeah, uh, fucking, yeah, no, I thought Chris Jones was the one that was eating last year. No, uh, he was too. That's what I'm saying. Like on the. When you're talking about the overall highlights of that team, the top three players were Ward, Matthew, and and Jones. Okay. Yeah, all right. Cool. Now, that makes sense. We we basically got Kansas City's top guy corner for the most part. And that's not saying much. And, well, considering on the other end what happened, you know, the other end was where all the damage was being done. We have Emmanuel Mosley to me is an underrated corner. I thought he was good as a rookie during the Super Bowl year. I was the one who was highly saying that he needed to be starting over a kilo Witherspoon because he was fucking um, Ryan Goslin and remember the Titans just a fucking liability on the field. Get him off, put Emmanuel or Emmanuel. Uh, or Emmanuel Mosley in there, and and he did work. 
So Emmanuel Mosley is good. Jason Barrett, when he can fucking stay healthy, he's pretty decent. Josh Norman, he, he's past his prime. Like he, he he's he's not the same Josh Norman from Carolina. It, Tart, I think, is testing free agent. He be getting up out of there, bro. And, and Jimmy and Jimmy Ward is. You know, are the free safety who to me, I mean, Jimmy Ward's okay. And then you got, I think Kwan Williams is actually a very good slot corner. Not an outside guy, but slot, he can cover the slot. He's a good nickel type guy. But now that with Ward in there, it, you know, makes it at least a little bit better. We still got to, still some work to be done. You know, no doubt about it, but boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy, you hey, that's that's truth because right now it only feels like y'all mixing concrete. Like, there's <laughs> no foundation laid, there's only dirt down there. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, but I don't know, I, I, I think uh, y'all can recoup and try to get a good season this year, but. It's going to be real tough. I, I still don't think Trey Lance is ready, but I, I, we have no we have no choice at this point. I highly disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> I, really I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just I have this this feeling that it's not going to turn out the way people think that, that it is. Well, yeah, now because y'all won, y'all just lost one of y'all backs. <laughs> so, well, like you said, doesn't matter who we have back there. You got Dolphins in line. That's a fact. So, I was going to say, you said that, not me. I, I Look, I agree <laughs> myself 100% of the time. Yeah, so. 7% of the time. <laughs> but I'll say this, like, you guys might win y'all division this coming season. And that ain't saying much. Because Seattle, Seattle Rams, was the Rams are all offense. They lost Vaughn to the fucking Buffaloes. <laughs> Buffalo Bills. He's trying to get rings in like different areas. My D ring chasing. I'll feel him. Shit. Hey, that defense was good last year, too. Man. I was just adding Vaughn. <sighs> well, Buffalo might be favorites right now. <laughs> Go to the Super Bowl, maybe throughout the AFC. Dude, the AFC is tough. But when you look at the NFC West, what do we got? We got Seattle. They're they're basically trying to tank for a quarterback next year. Trash. Arizona. Trash. Kyler Murray's lost in his feelings. Yeah, they burnt. Um, Rams and the Rams just they all they burnt. Yeah, so. And they don't even – they're not even going to get OBJ back. They signed Allen Robinson. But they're they're basically – with doing that, they're – I mean, they're saying, oh, they still have money to get OBJ. I was like, yeah, okay. But then you're getting rid of Robert Woods. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. And they, and they don't have – I mean, Cam Akers is good. Henderson's cool. <laughs> but that's not Matthew that's Stafford not an offense made for into, running. Matthew Stafford finna turn right back into who I thought he was. Mm-hmm. He finna turn right back to who I thought he was. 
We'll see. We'll see what it comes down to. But then uh, you guys already know next, before we move on, next uh, partner of the show, Gunner Sports. We've been talking about them for a long time. You guys have been with us, uh, witnessing all the stuff for a long time, the host of the Bay Area Cali Classic and uh, the Gunner Sports Academy. If you want your kid to get noticed, you want him to get extra work, you want to be able to uh, showcase the talent. We're talking coaches as well, being able to showcase your kids and get them better. This is the program, and this is the company that you want to be going to. So Gunner Sports, appreciate the partnership with you guys, the home of the Bay Area Cali Classic and the Gunner Sports Academy. Love everything that they're doing out over there, uh, Leslie Jackson and the crew. Um, we look forward to that partnership and uh, more games and opportunities and stuff that we'd be able to go see. It was an awesome Bay Area Cali Classic All-Star game last year or this last year. So looking forward to seeing it again. Um, Quick update. Brittany Griner is still in Russia. Uh, and the, apparently, according to, I guess, their news station or whatever, um, her detention was extended to May 19th, uh, which is two days from now on Saturday. Um, I just... The fact that she's still over there is kind of a mystery to me, but given the circumstances of what's going on in the world right now, uh, can understand how it could be difficult, but um, definitely hoping that she gets back safely. I'm hoping that things that I'm reading and seeing and stuff like that are just uh, not as severe as what I'm seeing. Um, but again, I do hope she gets back. Um, okay. Prayers out to Brittany Griner and her family, hoping that she gets, uh, home safely. Um, going into the NBA, Westbrook is still soft as 10 ply fucking toilet paper. Uh, he just continues to, yeah, he's a talented player, but he's, we said it last week. He's just so fucking thin skinned. It, it, and it's annoying because he talks just as much shit as anybody else. But when they're not doing well, which the Lakers haven't, they have been dog shit these last few weeks. They might not even make the play in. You know, so you're looking at <laughs> Pat Beverly on the court, basically talking about Russell Westbrook and he's trash because he stinks to the to the Laker bench. And then you got Carl Anthony Towns after Westbrook shoots an air ball from 18 feet. Just what the fuck was that going? Where the hell? <laughs> so and then Westbrook during the press conference basically, you know, said they haven't done anything. Like I'm not worried about what they're saying because they haven't really done anything in this league. I'm like Bro, you guys just got dog walked by 20 points by a team that you say hasn't done shit. They're going to make the playoffs. You're on the verge of not. And the kind of, if you look at the common thing, the reason why the Lakers are not winning 
Russell Westbrook ain't producing the way they thought he was going to be producing. Like you said, it's very easy to put up points, especially when you're when you're players like that. Like you said, two shots a quarter, 16 points at the end of the game. With those guys, as many shots as they take, of course they're going to be hitting 20-something. But I don't even think he's averaging 20 right now. Or he's probably averaging 20, maybe a little bit higher than that. But the turnovers, the mistakes, the clutch, crucial mistakes in games that are just – Matt six he showed in pregame warm-up, he tried to throw an alley-oop to himself and the shit just went over the backboard. And he just kind of went – that should have been a pre – that was probably a precursor to what was going to happen in the game. That man living in the twilight zone, I swear. What is up with him, dude? I don't get it. He's I don't understand it. He's definitely like in the twilight zone because he is – I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this shit's crazy. I've what? never seen Russell Westbrook play this bad. And it's like, I actually watched the full game. And, and Russell, bro, I'm trying to defend you as much as I can, bro. Like, I ain't going to even lie to you. I've tried. Both of these motherfuckers looked at me like I'm crazy several times. I've tried to defend you. And I... It's not all your fault. Let's say it like this. It's not all your fault, but you definitely the main contributor, my dog. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I ain't going to even count with yeah, you. Shannon, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp said that. Bro, shit. He is wilding right now. That yeah. air ball was vicious. That air ball was vicious <laughs> last night. Bro, that shit, that shit was vicious. Shannon, Shannon Sharp said it perfectly. You can't be talking all the mess while you're on top and stuff like that and expect, you know, especially for a long period of time of quote-unquote dominating the game, you can't expect players to not be on you. You know, he even said, he's like, he said, I talked a whole lot of mess when I was in Denver and Baltimore. He's like, and every opponent that I had, when we weren't doing well, they would always look at me, what's up, big mouth, you ain't talking now, are you? It's like there's always going to be that retaliation and Russell Westbrook goes off and does this. Yeah, they may not have done shit the last few years, but they handled their shit that night and they beat your asses by 20. They're going to the playoffs. You might not be. They may haven't done shit this league before, but they have a chance to now. It's rough. Honestly, they're going to clear house. LeBron gone. I feel like LeBron different. Le- LeBron's going to be gone as soon as Bronny gets into the league, wherever that may be. No, I think LeBron gone before that. Think LeBron, so. I think LeBron leaving LA after this season. To where, top, bro? Wherever he wants, basically. LeBron <laughs> hitting serious milestones, bro. He's not going to leave LA because Bronny's still in school. That's true. There in L.A. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to leave L.A. yet. He's going to stay there. Russell Westbrook's definitely fucking gone. Yeah, by the way, by the way, Russ, five teams in five years. Come on, bro. That ain't something to be proud of. I mean, honestly, a lot of that shit, I would have got out of Washington, too, bro. Still, though. (laughs) I would have got out of Washington, too. Still, Uh, though, like five teams in five years? That just doesn't look good. I mean, the aesthetic looks bad from afar, but if you look in the situations, it's like... And Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook is, a, in my opinion, he's a stat patter. That's why he gets triple doubles on the regular, because everybody around him is so shit, and he's always the one who wants the ball. 
just nobody's going to tell Russell Westbrook anything. They're just going to give him the ball, let him get his points. Yeah, we're not going to win a fucking thing. We're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs if we even make it. But, hey, let him be the triple-double king. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, yeah, he can be the triple-double king, but honestly, I don't give a fuck. Because every team that he's been on, they haven't gone anywhere. They haven't done shit. Even when he was at OKC with KD and Harden, both of them couldn't play with him because they know how Russ is. That's not absolutely. I can't agree because they had a good system there. Man. They had a good system there. Them boys went to the finals. That's cool. They win? They went to the No, they, they, they lost a 3-1 lead to the Warriors. Well, that was just Russell and KD. That was just Russell and KD. Harden was already in Houston by that point. Yeah, Russell Westbrook and James Harden were never going to coexist. It may have it may have put up fireworks and stuff like that when they first got together and everything, but long period of time, both of them being superstars, they were never going to coexist uh, on the same team. It just wasn't going to happen that way. No, I seriously think it messed up when James Harden realized how good he was. Well, I don't think that's messed up. I think that's James Harden realizing his potential and capitalizing on it, as anyone should. Nah, the reason why I say it messed it up, because he could have actually had a ring. If he would have signed a two-year deal and then went to Houston, he would have got a ring within those two years with OKC. If they would have ran that shit back, they would have probably beat Miami. They wouldn't have been able to do it because KD left. KD left years later. He left years later. That was in 2011 when, I mean, 2012 when they beat OKC. KD won MVP 2015. He was still in OKC when he said you the MVP to his moms. Hmm. He left He left OKC in like 2018, 2017, somewhere in there. Harden was gone way before that, yeah. Yeah, Harden left after that 2012 finals. He went to Houston no, in 2013. Yeah, you, you're probably right. No, that's it's time he, for two more years. He stayed for two more right. years. They would have won that shit because Harden realized how good he was. He went to Houston and he was able to ball because they ain't had nobody. It was him and Eric. And if, and if they would have won it, like imagine the history of the NBA would be very different. You might be looking at the Thunder still being together. You know, James Harden. They would have broke up. They would have broke up eventually. So it was no. inevitable that it was going to happen. It's just if they would have stayed on the team at least another two years, they would have done something in those two years. Exactly. And then they would they would have broke up. I think KD probably would have left then. Fucking James would have left. And Russell would have just been there. And he would have been a lifer in OKC. Like, that's how his career would have ended if they would have stayed together two more years. But the fact that they didn't and it kind of broke up the way it did, I mean, shit, that's how Russell career was going to be because he was he was the point guard that was doing all of the shit. He was also making bad – I mean, he was taking bad shots. So, I mean, at that time, he some of his shots was good, though. Like, I ain't going to say it. Like, a good portion of his shots was good. He just missed. Well, yeah, he, he had the points and stuff like that to prove that. Well, I ain't going to necessarily say that was part of that. Russell athleticism is the reason why he get all them points. He just beat He's everybody to the point. Like, Russell fast as fuck. So, he get the ball and he go full court. Fast sometimes before motherfuckers get back on defense. Yeah. And he's dunking and shit. Like, so that's that's how he get his points. Like I said, to a quarter. He could do that shit two times within 12 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. 12 minutes, he doing that shit two different times. Shit, he could do that within six minutes. You get what I'm saying? 
Yeah. When half of the time of the quarter, he can take two fast break fucking dunks. One of the underlying things of his game, though, was yeah, he would put up all these numbers and rebounds and assists and all that shit. But look at his turnovers. Yeah, that because that was again that's that was the crucial thing in why the teams that he was on couldn't go any further than what they did because he was always turning the ball over in shitty times of the game. Like Shaq said, he playing too fast. He plays too fast. That's that's his problem. I mean, Russell plays. He's, there. he's fast, but he plays too fast. So he, the fact that he's going trying to go at his speed with his game. Keep the speed physically. Slow down mentally. Just a little bit. I'll say both. I mean, athletically, he's still just one of the more gifted players in the NFL. You hurt in the NFL and the NBA. You can't take that away. I mean, I can't take that away from him. He is one of the more gifted players in, in the NBA. Can he shoot worth a shit really outside of 15 feet? No. He's kind of like Rajon Rondo. He's kind of like at the cup guy. That's... That's really all, you know, Russell Westbrook. I, I'm, oh, you want to take the three? <laughs> okay, guy. Like, no, okay. If you make it, cool. But chances are, uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with my chances of you not making it. Yeah, yeah. The motherfucker's backing up now. Like, they're letting them shoot. Like, that's just disrespectful as fuck. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's just like, yeah, they know you can attack the cup, but they know you can't shoot worth a shit outside of that. So it's just kind of like the lack of... Bro, we're talking like... It's one thing that I just... You got to have some self-awareness, bro. That's the only way you're going to get better as a player. Yeah. If you understand what your flaws are, you can work on those flaws. But if you think you're fucking God's gift to the earth and you can do no wrong and it ain't my fault, no holding no accountability for any of that shit... You're never gonna go anywhere. Yeah, you'll put up the stats, but where the fuck else are you gonna go? Nowhere. You're a stat guy. That's it. All seventy, all seventy-five. He's probably gonna be in the all one hundred, but only because of the, you know, the wow factor. Did he win any titles? Matter of fact, he wasn't even close. But he was close. Yeah, he got a small taste yeah. of it a couple. Of, he got a small taste of it a couple of years, but he lost badly each time. That it knocked him off. Like the the real, you know, fucking nail on the coffin was when they lost the three one lead in OKC. Yeah. A lot of that due to the turnovers that he had and Steph just fucking lit him up yeah, and they, took advantage of it. They could have won that shit. If they would have won that they shit, could've. they could have. They could have. They could have Bro, KD was on a whole fucking nother level at that time. Yeah. Just a whole nother level at that time. If Russ would have just been able to hold his own. We would have been talking a very different history in the NBA right now. I mean, LeBron still would have won that shit. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. No. No. Yeah. 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 That was. That was that. Uh, that was the '73 team, wasn't it? That's when LeBron came back three-one. Right after that. Yep, right after that. That's right. <laughs> right after, bro. He was gonna win that That's shit. Right. <laughs> the NBA gods were like, "This isn't how. It, it, this isn't how we." We're meaning for it to end up. No, 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 no. We got to rewrite the ship. Like, but it's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then just the softness, like, bro, you're a pro athlete. You're going to catch some shit. 
You're going to have trolls. You're going to have people who doubt you. You're going to have all that shit. You're a professional fucking athlete. Everything you say and do is under a microscope. Especially now that you're in L.A. Of all places, you can maybe get get a you know get a hold of it in the small market teams where you were before. But the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron, bro, you again, you got to have some self awareness just as a player. You have to. If you don't, you're never going to get better, and you're going to be a detriment to your fucking team. That's just what. And and all of them are going to be looking like Betty White in that picture. I can't deal with Russ's shit. Let me down this bottle. Fucking ridiculous, bro. Hey, I'm laughing at two things. You being so damn accurate right now. And uh, (laughs) fucking George Dwyer hit me back. (laughs) He, he He said, laughing my ass off. Hey, you stop whacking your turkey and fuck you, Charles. Hey, no. So, bro, this stop wacky. I forgot George was there that day. All right. So, this is the full story because I, I forgot George was there. I thought the thing ended with the whole at the party thing, and that's where the front control shit went. So, we end up going to Jesse's best friend's house, one of his best friends, which ended up was from high school and shit, which uh, ended up being the homegirl Crystal. Uh, no, we weren't at her house. We was at her friend's house because uh, we were all drunk downtown and her house was closed, so we just stayed there so nobody got a DUI done. Mm. Right? So it's me, Jesse, George, and the two girls, right? We're all in the living room, fucked up. Like, fucked. I'm talking about, bro, like, we're fucked up. Like, we in that bitch fucked up and we're still drinking. <laughs> so... <laughs> destined for a blackout there, eh, bud? You're doing St. Patrick's Day proud during that time. What's going on? <laughs> oh, I, I promise you, Conor McGregor would have been, he would have <laughs> gave me that Start whole Start seeing fuck. leprechauns with gold in their in little bowl right here. Hey, end no, of the I rainbow that. That shit. But I definitely, and somewhere along the line, I saw Conor McGregor gave me that Zach Galifianakis fucking, you know, that one where he's... <laughs> <laughs> But no, fucking, so the girl, her friend tells us a story about how this dude she, like, was fucking with at the time, and she wasn't giving him no ass, right, nothing, and he was just, like, cashing out and everything, bro, like. Careful, careful. You're right. I I went definitely harsh on there. Careful. I was talking talking like we were uh, in person. Uh, Yeah, careful. Yeah. She was basically saying how she wasn't, you know, giving him any love uh and i'm like yo so my boy was just whacking his turkey the whole time no so that's what that's what he's talking about when he oh my goodness gracious no so it's not done this definitely could have been it's not done so look it's not done so i'm sitting there (laughs) we're crying we're crying bro I'm crying. My God. <laughs> we were crying, bro. Everybody was crying. So I'm like, yo, oh. my boy. I was like, I was like, call him right now. Call him right now. Tell him. I'll talk to him. Tell him straight up. Hey, my boy, you got to apologize stop. to everybody. You got to stop whacking your turkey, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I apologize for the visual. 
Kay is such a great storyteller and then he has to give all the details of what the story is about and you get the image in your head and again I apologize for the image that's going to be imprinted in most this of is the a podcast heads. this is what we're supposed to do this is for no no verbal they, visuals. no this is not what this particular <laughs> everything we talk about is verbal visual we're supposed to, we're supposed to be given the images of like not no that's not <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, that, hey. Yeah, what Russell Westbrook is soft. That's what we're saying, folks. That's all we're saying. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is soft. That's all God. We're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this show is brought to you by Mountain Mikes. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, again, Mountain Mikes. Yeah, we're definitely going to be. Uh, exclusive to them when it comes to uh, the watch alongs and everything like that shout out to dave and the crew out over there you know appreciate uh appreciate that you guys let us do the super bowl uh there this last year and continue to do that so appreciate it thank you mountain mics oh that one really got you huh you're even out of camera and everything you just you gotta laugh this one off for a second oh there he is I swear to you, I was crying. I swear. Moral, moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen. Russell Westbrook is soft. That's the moral of the story. Uh, before we get down and over with, I have had confirmed with Sunshine. The Formula One season is here. Uh, first race is this weekend. Um, the If I'm pronouncing this wrong, I really apologize. I believe it's Baran or Bahrain uh, Grand P Grand Prix uh, is happening this Sunday. They're having the uh, practice runs qualifying uh, tomorrow and Saturday. And then the race itself um, will be on Sunday. And I have been told by my brother uh, who you guys know as sunshine. Uh, he will be joining us. For that episode for the next episode after the race to be talking formula one and everything else like that giving you guys the updates on what goes on in the beginning of the season uh we've been talking about this um i'm actually now in the process of trying to get all of those media credential things there's a lot i have to do with it um so trying to get those media credentials in in time we have to have them in uh four weeks before the actual uh date of the race which we have plenty of time to do that but still i want to get it all uh done and over with soon so hopefully i can get done with that this weekend and then we can um figure it out from there uh, to see what ends up going on but uh that is the update at least when it comes to the formula one race there in austin texas um the weekend of the 20th and 23rd of october uh so hopefully we're going to be there for that um if not for that i mean we're going to be in austin uh anyways at least myself will be uh in austin anyways uh during that week and we'll have an episode there with sunshine and everything at his house so that'll be fun to do um but yeah formula one that's happening soon it was uh the season four on netflix has shown up uh i mean from what i saw it was pretty done pretty well but then being told by uh, my brother how kind of apart and mixed and all that kind of stuff that 
you know, it's Netflix. They got to make it a story. They got to make it interesting. They got to make it, you know, a certain way. Uh, so certain things that were done during this season, I guess, for Netflix's end wasn't necessarily completely truthful with some of the things that went on. Um, but at least from what I saw last year, this year is going to be looking to be even better than it was then. The cars are different. Um, they upgraded and everything else like that. More aerodynamics actually making the cars faster to where it makes the races closer. Uh, not you know Most teams in Formula One, if you have a lot of money, chances are you're going to do good because you can put money into your team. Um, it's that type of um, sport. The more money you have, the faster and better your car is going to be. But with this design of car, um, you know, it's looking to be something very different. And we'll be able to see uh, how much faster and how much closer these racers are going to be. So it's going to be interesting. First race of the season this weekend. And expect sunshine on the next episode to talk to us all about it because I know he's going to get into full fucking detail about that stuff. He's real into that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. As for now, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh, tonight on tonight's show. We definitely had some laughs uh, and good times and we plan to keep those good times rolling. I believe we'll be coming back on Sunday, Monday probably a better idea monday huh well stay tuned if you guys know on the uh, uh social medias and stuff like that we'll be able to let you guys know from there whether we go sunday or monday uh social medias you guys know uh the Jaffos ap if you want to follow the podcast myself uh, at pvp founder ceo you see it right there country k right there country k 863 Bros productions on twitter at alpha pvp you guys here on the youtube channel appreciate it and if you're not or haven't seen the youtube channel or whatever yet go to pernado bros productions hit the subscribe hit the bell get that reminder every single time we go live so you guys can be part of the show and have a conversation and talk with us we would love for the viewers and stuff to get more involved with the show we've had that happen before um and it does you know keep the conversation a little bit interesting so by all means and then in a few months or about a month and a half or so, I'll give it. Uh, we'll probably be on a different streaming platform other than Zoom. Uh, probably, most likely, going to be moving on to StreamYard at that point. That way, we can go live on different um, places other than YouTube. We can go Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff um, to where it'd be more places for you guys to be able to hang out and, uh, talk sports and everything with us and talk absolute nonsense. Like you heard today. Um, <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys. Jaffa army stand up. We love you guys for myself, JP for country K. We will see you guys next time. Deuces. Aloha.